0: Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Colleen Benson Homes team with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. I came across a couple of recent headlines. Colleen, wanted to get your opinions on these, see if you agree with them or what further insight you can give us as we kind of discuss these in the context of the greater Salem area, I came across an article that was all about lighting. Now you may kind of say, well, how are we going to make a radio segment about lighting? But I think it'll make sense here. (laughs) Um, This article pointed out some of the top lighting mistakes in homes. And the first one I thought was, was really poignant. Uh, Too many lights in the kitchen that are just like pointing to the floor and not actually highlighting features and workspace areas and they suggested to do things like under cabinet lighting well-positioned recessed lights pendants and things like that
1: oh i totally agree and i think lighting is a huge thing to talk about when it comes to important aspects of home showing uh, many times i show up to show a house and it's all dark i'm with my clients running around trying to turn on lights but the first impression has lost itself when you walk in and the drapes are closed and there's no lights on. It's a real great time as sellers to not be conservative about their electricity. Leave those lights on, it is so important for the showing of your home. And lighting can really richen up anything, Like especially when you talk about the kitchen. Under cabinet, I think you can buy them at Ikea And they're battery operated and they make the world of difference when you showcase the under cabinet lighting and people want bright natural light in the kitchen, yet they want a little bit more softer, you know, maybe a dimmer in the dining room. So yes, lighting, accent lighting is is, um, very important in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, my parents recently redid their kitchen and when they got the they got the under cabinet, is it like track lighting? Is that the way to describe yes. it? Oh mm-hmm. it looks really neat. I cool. have it, I love it. Yeah, it looks really neat.
1: The only problem with it, Walter, is um, I have you know, I'll have my fruit bowl or my avocados on the counter and then I click those lights on and, and they they throw off some heat. So I always have to remember to move my fruit and veggies
0: (laughs) because they they go (laughs) bad too fast. (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Yeah, but
1: they sure are pretty. And like I said, it just richens up your kitchen so much just mm -hmm. when you you have those on. And then you can turn off your overhead lights for, you know, if you want that ambiance in the evening. Um, But as far as for selling your home, yes, lighting in the kitchen is huge.
0: Yep. Very good points there. It also took us to other rooms. This article said another mistake, and I guess it's kind of the same concept, but outside of the kitchen illuminating like the drywall is a mistake. Instead, focus on lighting details like molding or arches and shelves and try to find out the neat details in your homes and and, and highlight those things as well. See, I'm like, as someone who has patched a whole lot of walls recently, I'd love to <laughs> highlight my wonderful patch job. Like, you can't even notice. I'm spotlighting the drywall here because you can't even tell I, I patched it. Look at it, this you know?
1: perfect orange peel. Um, that's yes. great. Um, yeah, no, I think up lights are really important, you know, just to bring definition to certain parts of the home table lamps you know those little spots of illumination are always good you know don't just rely on the overhead uh, i'd say you know add some extra lighting fixtures to the room a little you know a little goes a long way but i think it's always good to have some lamps on
0: yeah that's a great point i i love Lamplight. I love lamplight. There you go. A uh, little, little anchor ran reference for you there. Absolutely. That's a great point. And, and this other one here, too, Got is good. Uh, harsh bathroom vanity lights are out. Instead, try wall sconces and things like that. Just try and soften the light a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that's personal preference. I, I like a bright bathroom. So um, I tell my clients. Who are you? Um, one,
0: oh. I like it dark in the bathroom. I just need to be able to see where my toothbrush is to put the toothpaste on there and put my contacts in. But other than that, I don't, I don't need to see any details.
1: Yeah, no, I need to make sure my blacks match and, yeah, my blush is right. You know. But anyways, when you're showing a home, I think that bright is always better than dim in any situation because they can always dim a room. You don't typically hear a buyer say, that house was too bright, I mean, unless the walls are teal or hot pink or something. But lighting is is not usually, we don't usually get that complaint that there is too much lighting. But we almost, we always get the complaint that there wasn't enough lighting mm. or it felt dark. And that's so, true,
0: too, that your people viewing your home aren't going to be having just woken up and blinded by the light. They're going to be seeing it in the middle of the day, wide awake, so the, the light will be your friend in those cases.
1: Right, sure. and the thing to remember is the way you show a house and the way you live in a house are two different things. So if you're thinking about selling your home, these are things to think about for selling your home, not necessarily how you're going to choose to live or the next buyer is going to choose to live. But the, the brighter it is, the better it is for selling
0: great points as always. So I thought that was a fun little article. Hopefully those lighting tips might help you next time you go yeah, to make some changes. Yeah,
1: a couple more I might add just for fun. Sure. Yeah. I think that party lights on a deck really say a lot. You know, people love that look. And it just it just adds a nice and I'm not talking the cheap lights. I'm talking, you know, the Costco $50 a box, really nice industrial party lights um can really jazz up your backyard and um and then closets and storage spaces is another spot that if you have a really nice closet but you can't really see because it's dark in there add a wall uh light a battery operated wall light so that that's a nice surprise when you open up a closet and and there's a light in there
0: yeah that's a nice point as well i like that a lot Mm -hmm. yeah the the, there's like the ones that you don't have to hook into electricity right you just pop them just
1: Battery-operated, yeah, yep. You happen. don't need to get it all wired in, have an electrician out, unless, of course, you want to. Yeah. Yeah, but make sure all your bulbs match. That's the big thing for photos and for showings. Um, different matched bulbs can really break up a room, that will feel much more open if all the light bulbs are the same.
0: Ooh, that's another good little tip. Thanks for sliding those in yeah, there. Yeah. Another anytime. article I came across here, Colleen, was about mortgages. And I know that you aren't a mortgage expert, but you dabble in this field and your close ties with you know the mortgage folks that you partner with, and it's certainly a big part of the, you know, buying equation. This was an article in a study that came out that talked about how mortgages are closing. Now their terminology in the headline was faster than ever but the stats really only give you three years of stats. So I don't know if that's true in the faster than ever category. So my fake news filter is up, you know, I'm just (laughs) just giving you both sides of the story here, but in any event, they estimate it. And I'm, and I'm guessing they didn't exactly describe, but I'm, I'm thinking that it's from the time that you go under contract to close is the period of time discussed here. So the, the the amount of time you go, you say, okay, this is our house. We are putting a bid on
1: contract.
0: Under contract to close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they say that for 2019, the average length of that time period is 40 days. It was 51 last year and 74 the year before that. So pretty significant decrease. And uh, refinancing, we don't have to spend a ton of time there, but similar: 38 days this year, 43 last year, 55 days it took back in 2017. What are what's your initial reaction to those numbers? How does how does that absolutely to what true? Said? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean things are speeding up with technology all around us. And mortgage is just one of those. Now, a mortgage broker that can look at different programs out there for you is always gonna get it closed than a large bank, so faster. Did I say that right? It's always gonna get closed faster with a mortgage broker than if you go to one of the large banks in, in here. So if you're looking to speed up your mortgage process, don't go to your bank (laughs) Mm -hmm. call me i will match you up with a great lender but yeah i am seeing this we had gosh they're doing rapid rushes on appraisals right now and we're seeing conventional loans closing within two weeks crazy
0: oh that is crazy um that's really fast wow i think this article also pointed out that there are less people applying for loans so it's just a smaller amount of people trying to get through the pipeline that makes sense but so mm-hmm. does so does technology. I think that makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, what suggestions yeah. do you give to buyers who want to speed up the process?
1: So if you're want oh that's a lovely question. So if you're wanting to buy a home and you want to get in fast, here's what you need to do. I mean, number one, get your ducks in a row. Get your conditional approval. Meet with the mortgage guy and be ready. So when you find that house and you want to close under 30 days, it's absolutely possible. Have your documents all ready and at your mortgage lender's office so that they have all that ready to go. And then, like I said, it depends on who you work with. You're working with experienced mortgage lenders that have some pull in the industry for getting those appraisals faster and whatnot. You're definitely going to have a faster return rate. Um, On that loan closing. And then, um, you know, work with your realtor to keep those timelines moving along, especially inspections, repairs, negotiations. Let's keep that moving so we can get closed.
0: Having gone through recent house purchases, I'll say, yeah, it's you really, you're in control of a lot of that part of the process. The faster you can turn around documents and turn them in, uh, the faster you can get all those needed materials, the better the flow. Of things is going to happen. So yeah,
1: and I know we've talked about this before because you said you're the you're the type that if the lender asks for it, you've got it to them within an hour.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I'm I'm yelling at them for not getting stuff faster back to me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that. And so when I when when we put an offer in a house, I always tell my buyers, you know, get ready for the ride. The most important thing you can do right now is respond to your lender. Every time they reach out to you, respond to them right away. It's going to keep them knowing that you're on their side and part of the team to get this done. You know, avoid life changes when we're in this process. Like, let's just focus on the number one thing is getting this loan closed and funded and getting you into this home.
0: I will say, though, don't uh, be so responsive that you don't read what you're signing and sending back. Still read through it. <laughs> check the numbers. Make sure or everything looks good. Or send it to me, good. and I'll read
1: it. You know, I'll read it for you and send let it you it know. to Colleen.
0: <laughs> I had uh, on our first home purchase several years ago. We caught something in the paperwork on uh, the. I guess it was like the day before closing when we got the. What's the? You get the final statement before closing. Yeah, or your closing
1: disclosure, or your disclosure. buyer's net statement, mm-hmm. and
0: they had put in twice. They were charging us for uh, either the inspection or something that we had just paid our own. Probably
1: your appraisal.
0: Maybe it was the appraisal we just paid mm-hmm. out of pocket, but then it was in the loan still,
1: uh, so yep, we were getting double sense. charged. That for happens. It. So I yep.
0: was like, uh, uh, "Uh, I caught this." I, that's good
1: for you. <laughs> I always, I always look at the buyer's closing statements before they sign, and I. If I can, I show up at closing while they sign just to make sure that there aren't any, you know, people make mistakes. Mistakes happen. Yeah. Uh, and especially with line item ledgers, you know, what category does it fall into? Seller pays, buyer pays. Well, there's Was a bunch there? of people
0: in that process, right? I mean, you've, Absolutely. Got, the, the, you've got an attorney, you've got the buyer, you've got the seller, you've got two agents, you got... You know, then private companies who have maybe performed work that gets worked into the closing statements and all these different kinds of things. Yes.
1: Yep. Contractors get paid out of that too. So. Yep. Good to be
0: careful as you're looking all that stuff over. So, there you go. I thought that was uh, two interesting articles to talk about on today's show. And again, if you want to talk to Colleen about something going on in your life and uh, real estate related, something going on about uh, you know trying to sell a home or buy a home here in the near future, if you haven't worked with the Colleen Benson Homes team before, now would be a great time to do that. Give them a call. 503-830-9467. Again, that's 503-830-9467. Call or text Colleen at that number to get in touch. And always online at ColleenBensonHomes.com. We'll talk to you soon right back here on Keeping It Real Estate.